Mornings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. You guys are the best. 7 to 10 a.m. You dangerous. Hot Radio Maine. Thank you. I love you. Bye. Love you too. <laughs> Maine's hit music show. We have Gardens of Glow tickets that we're going to give away uh, right now. 207-807-1104 is the phone number to get in the running. Uh, we want to know your family's secret recipe. Well, I mean, you don't have to tell us. No, you have to tell us that secret ingredient. Ingredients, but um, what's that thing? That what's the dish? Your family's known for. What do you got? Um, Cake. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Cakes, cupcakes. Since your mom's a cake boss. Yes, and she has let me in on her tricks of the trade, so I like to replicate them now that she's retired. You know what? I never thought about that. What? I always thought, when are we going to get a cake from your mom? But I can make it. She passed down the skills to you. I just choose not to. There's been a couple of times where I was like, I'm going to make this person a birthday cake and this is going to be awesome. And I didn't have any training. I just knew the recipe and I've watched my mom and it, the cake took me hours. So I was like, you know what? I'm all set. This isn't my career path. Okay. So no one's getting cakes anymore for their birthday because it literally took me hours. I don't have anything like special like that, but I do have Italian. Yeah, so there's lasagna in my family that my aunt makes. Uh, meatballs are in the family. And then uh, my grandmother, um, who is Lithuanian, made a beef stew. I don't know if that's like a Lithuanian dish, but I don't know. everybody's <laughs> grandmother makes a beef beef stew, and she made a really good beef stew. I would always think that there was ice cream. I'm like, why is the ice cream in the fridge? But she would just repurpose the Pinecroft uh, ice cream containers oh. and put the beef stew in that. And then I was like, is it the beef fat? No, like, and, what? and then give away the leftovers. Like, she would make a a big batch of it and give it to everybody in the family so I'd open up the fridge and I would see the container inside and go oh why is ice cream in the fridge it should be in the freezer hopefully like beef stew no it's just beef stew it's just beef stew so what is that family recipe 207-807-1104 Jenny and Sopo what's the family recipe for you uh it's called guts cake guts yep <laughs> guts cake and it's a chocolate cake that my grandmother used to make, and it was originally called something else, but she used to say, this cake has real guts, so we called it gut cake. Oh, okay. Okay, I was like, did it look like intestines? Like, what is going on here? <laughs> so is it like chocolate? Is it red velvet? What's going on? Chocolate with more chocolate and chocolate to finish. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so it's just, it's got guts. Chocolate. Yeah. Do you know how to make the guts cake? Has the recipe been passed down to you? It has, yes. When my grandmother passed away, we split up all of her recipes, and Aww. I have that one. Wow. Oh, so you didn't, you. you didn't like share all the recipes. You're like, no, I have this one, and nobody else can know what it is? <laughs> yeah, they got to ask if they want it. <laughs> all right, fair enough. Alicia from Summersworth, what's the family recipe? Chocolate peanut butter fudge. Ooh. A fudge recipe. Yeah. I feel like that's so main. Oh my God, it's amazing. <laughs> Literally all it is is half peanut butter, half chocolate. Easy. Two ingredients. So I, good. I could still mess it up, I'm sure. One time my, oh. my friend tried to make her family's recipe of fudge and it never hardened and it just looked like chocolate syrup. It was really sad. <laughs> oh my God. What's the secret? That to, would be me. I leave it to my my family to make it. What's the secret to good fudge? Like I don't even know how they. How does it harden? You leave it out. You put it in the fridge. How does that work? I think you you're supposed to after you mix it and everything. You're supposed to just put it in the fridge, maybe the freezer. Yeah, I don't she know. she put it in the fridge, and we were like, well, maybe it'll thicken up. And then days went by, and it was still <laughs> slop. She was so sad. Uh, 
Good morning, Stephanie. Stephanie, where are you from? I am from Boston, but living in Portland right now. All right. Well, Ooh, a city girl. Welcome to Portland. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Thank um, you. What is your family recipe that gets passed down? It is the most delicious potato salad. Um, mm. Lots of different ingredients, lots of vegetables put in it, uh, but the secret ingredient, I'll go ahead and show it, it's radishes, oh. uh, which sounds like it could be kind of gross, um, but it turns the potato salad into like this beautiful pinkish color that somehow magically makes it that much more delicious. A pink potato salad. Yeah, yeah, sounds weird, but I would highly recommend looking up the recipe and checking it out because I'm going it to. is truly amazing. I gotta be honest, I like eat potato salad, but I'm not the biggest potato salad fan. I'm also not the biggest fan of radishes, but maybe when you put them together, it's just magic. It really is, yeah, I don't really <laughs> like radishes either, um, but it it works somehow. All right, who started this? I'm really not even sure. I'm it's just been, assume, so it's it's, from it's just been passed down from generation family. to generation in your family? It sure has. Unfortunately, I haven't learned how to make it. I'm not much of a cook, but <laughs> whenever I go back to Boston, I always make sure to you just enjoy make a plate. some of it. Yeah, you're like, hey, I'm coming home. Make sure that potato salad is ready to go for me. <laughs> Every time, I literally ask my grandmother, like, please make a cup of it for me so I can take it with me. I love it. I love it. Um, and if your grandmother's like my grandmother, she's not using real Tupperware. She's like repurposing <laughs> something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, we picked your text. We're going to hook you up with some Gardens of Glow tickets. Congratulations. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. I don't know how long you've been in Maine. Forever. If you've ever... Say that again. I've been wanting to go forever. I've been here for about four years now, and I've never checked it out. Oh. I make intentions. I even bought tickets like two years ago, and then they ended up falling through. So this is awesome. Thank you. Perfect. You, lucky day. You answered all the questions I was going to ask. How long have you been in Maine? Have you ever gone? Everything we took care of right there. That's awesome. So, yeah, you'll get to go. You get a pair of tickets, and... And uh, you got to use them this season. So before uh, New Year's Eve, you got to make a, a plan to go up there. All right. Awesome. I definitely will. I'm so excited. Yay. Congratulations. Uh, we'll have more to give away tomorrow. B. all's got some in the afternoon. You know, I love my sweet potato pies. Somebody texted in and said, my father's famous sweet potato pies. Famous. Famous. I haven't heard about it. I need to be the judge. Feel free to drop it off. 89 Musty Road Suite 100. <laughs> Hot Radio May. Oh, Lord. Hot Mornings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. Dirty on the 30. Sad news to start off with Twitch, known for his long run as the DJ on the Ellen show, uh, has died. I saw that um, in the later so in the later years of the show too. They made him uh, one of the producers, so he was doing more than just that DJ that everybody saw on screen. Um, TMZ reports that Twitch died by suicide. He was forty. Uh, LA law enforcement sources said his wife came to an LAPD station on Tuesday, concerned that her husband left home without his car, and it was unlike him to do so. Later, uh, he was found dead in a hotel room with her parents self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head that's so sad twitch got his big break as a runner-up on so you think you can dance he also appeared in magic mike double xl he dj'd for the ellen show from 2014 until this year and also got the producer credit as well um he leaves behind his wife and three children and uh it's just important to say if you or someone you know is struggling or in crisis help is available call or text 988 or chat 988lifeline.org. Ellen issued a statement. I'm heartbroken. Twitch was pure love and light. He was my family and loved him with all my heart. I will miss him. Please send your love and support to Allison and his beautiful children, Wesley, Maddox, and Zaya. I feel so bad for his family. This is the hardest time of year for so many people. 
And I just can't imagine what they're going through right now. Yeah, I have uh, somebody that I know that passed away and his family, uh, his, his wife posted something about, you know, being tough during this time. Mm-hmm. And thank you for everybody that reached out and this being their first holiday season um, without him. And similar situation had uh, three kids. Um, so just uh, it's heartbreaking. And it's just another thing where you, you never know what somebody's going through. Like Ellen, oh. like Ellen said, Twitch was pure love and light. And you saw him on the Ellen show, always smiling, dancing, having a good time. And uh, you never know what somebody's going through uh, behind closed doors. Shall star our guy, DJ Pup Dog. I don't know if it was related to this or not, but he put up a post um, last night uh, just about uh, doing things in life that made him happy and not working for the sense of working and uh, just the position and being like on the radio and entertainer and you know your job is to show up no matter what's going on in your personal life and to smile to provide entertainment for other people you know sometimes people forget that you know if you're having a bad day you got to put that stuff to the side and yeah, show everyone's up. human. Everyone has their struggles. Everyone has bad days. And sometimes I feel like that can be the hardest thing when you have this reputation for being so happy and bubbly and light. Right. It's almost like you don't get to have a bad day. Right. I mean, we see it on a smaller scale here where it's like we all have bad days, but you show up and it's like you can't really push that um, when, when we're sitting here talking, you got to put it to the side, right? Uh, compartmentalize it. Mm-hmm. And that can take a toll on people, too. So. It's cliche, but I think it's important to say, like, check on your strong friends, too. You know, Always. You know, you think somebody's out there and just in the best mood possible, and you never know. Um, checking in on your friends. Uh, all right, so it's day three here of this Tory Lanez trial, um, and Meg the Stallion's former friend, Kelsey Nicole Harris, uh, gave us plenty of drama as she took the stand. Here's some highlights from her testimony. Uh, Kelsey said, Megan told Tori he was only hot because he hopped on a remix of a Jack Harlow song. I threw that in there for you. Really? Because <laughs> I knew you liked Jack Harlow, but they were beefing about their careers. That's what they were fighting yeah. about in the car. They got kicked out of um, Kylie's house mm-hmm. for uh, for fighting, and then they were in the car fighting about each other's careers, and then that was one of the lines is that uh, she said Tori was only hot because he hopped on a remix of a Jack Harlow song. Uh, prosecutors played audio of Kelsey telling them in September when they met with her that Tori threatened to shoot her. Kelsey uh, responded, everything I said in September wasn't truthful. Uh, Kelsey denies Tori ever threatening her. Uh, Kelsey said she lied to prosecutors when she said a bunch of different stuff. She said she lied when she said, uh, I saw Tori fire three to five shots at Megan when he got out of the car. She also lied when she said he offered me a million dollars and asked to do favors for me if I stayed quiet. And um, she lied when she said Tori punched me. So she's going. Something's not adding up here. Going back on all of those statements. Uh, after Kelsey told prosecutors under oath, she lied when she told them that Tori shot Meg and she wasn't 100% truthful because she didn't want to incriminate herself. Prosecutors asked Kelsey, incriminate yourself in what? Did you shoot Megan? And she responded, no. Okay. So if she didn't shoot Megan, she heard the shots go off. She's just making this so messy. And she kept saying, like, I plead the fifth. And then they were like, well, you have to. The lawyer was like, yeah, just answer the question. A little ridiculous. Yeah, there was a few breaks. She was stuttering through the whole thing. Just like I'm stuttering repeating this because I'm trying to clean it up a little bit to get to the point. There's so much proof 
that if she really did lie, it's like, well, why are you telling the truth allegedly now? Was there money involved? Here's the red flag. Seems like there was. Here's the red flag for you. In the last hour of court, the prosecutor asked Kelsey, did Tori offer to pay for your lawyer? She responded, yes. She was then asked, did Tori pay for your lawyer? She responded, I don't know. I can't remember. All right. Think you would remember that. Right? That's this definitely This is such something. a stressful thing, and it's so serious. It's in a court of law. You would remember who's paying for your lawyer, please. I remember who paid for like everything a in my life. She's not. No. I was going to say, throughout most of the testimony, it was starting to lean into Tori's favor. But then at the end, when it was like, who paid for your lawyer? She's like, um... Could have been Tori. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> I think she remembers. <laughs> Yeah, if that's the case, it was Tori, right? Like, I'm I'm jumping to that conclusion. It's just, I think it's shameful that those girls were such good friends and now Kelsey just has zero loyalty to Megan. No matter what happened, I feel like if that was really your friend at the end of the day, you'd want your friend to see justice. Well, the, the, she's just creating a mess. The story is Megan set Kelsey up. And I know you don't want to go into the dating history, but this might be why the loyalty is gone. Kelsey... For a man. Megan set Kelsey up with Tori... And, but then, and then Kelsey left or went to Texas or somewhere. And when Kelsey was away, Megan then hooked up with Tori. And so. And that's why they, that she's not going to. Have loyalty to have her. Have her back. I mean, I'm just throwing that's it out there. petty. As, as one, one theory. If you were hooking up with somebody and then your friend, when you went away on vacation, hooked up with that person, would you guys be best of friends when you got back? Probably not. Probably not. No. Gunna has been released from jail. On Wednesday, he pled guilty to one count of conspiracy to violate the uh, RICO Act. Uh, Gunna took what's called an Alford plea deal. This seems strange to me. The defendant doesn't admit to the crime, but feels it is in their best interest to plead guilty. In a statement, Gunna said, while I have agreed to always be truthful, I want to make it perfectly clear that I have not made any statements. I have not been interviewed, have not cooperated, have not agreed to testify or be a witness for or against any party in the case and have absolutely no intention of being involved in the trial process in any way. He's basically saying, sometimes, don't call me a snitch. Sometimes you just have to plead guilty, though, to get the lesser It's just interesting punishment. that this exists. So you get the punishment, you plead guilty, but you don't have to admit to anything. So you have to do the time, but you don't have to say that you did the crime, which is strange. He was sentenced to five years in jail with one already done. So he got time served for one. Uh, the other four years have been continued. Uh, Conditionally suspended, and he's going to have to perform 500 hours of community service. This is how we got out. He's going to do 500 hours of community service, and there's also a bunch of other stipulations. Uh, one of which is that he cannot be in possession of a gun, so he has to change his well, name. Obviously, he has to be no gunner now. <laughs> is, that, is that what that means? I, would, I, I just thought his name was Gunna, like, and he, I didn't think too hard about it. He's gonna make an album. He's gonna go to the store. He's. <laughs> I don't know gonna pick up bread at the bakery like that's what you thought i always no, just assumed i just had no thoughts i had zero <laughs> thoughts and i just thought he's introducing himself to the world as gonna he's gonna wow what a pure innocent His mind name you have. Is gonna. <laughs> um dirty on thursday how to mean by darigo federal credit union hit the sweet spot between local knowledge and big time service and a financial partner they're in 10 main counties darigo fcu.com Hot Radio Maine. Let me explain something to you one time, Hot man. Mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Five things you need to know.
New Balance wants a $65 million expansion of his manufacturing facility on Walnut Street in Skowhegan. Uh, the proposal calls for a 120,000 square foot addition and 200 more jobs. Sounds like a good deal to me. I think it sounds swell. We were talking about how artists uh, come for our shows and are like, can you take me to the Nike outlet? And I'm like, nah, that's the wrong Portland. Wrong Portland. Portland, Oregon. It'd be cool if we had like an exclusive like um, New Balance store where they had all like the rear collabs and all of that in Maine. Do you think that anyone ever goes to Portland, Oregon and thinks that it's Portland, Maine? I've seen people talk about Portland, Oregon and get confused and say, I can't wait. I got a comedy show there. I'm going to get some good lobster. Oh, yeah, I have heard. I have heard people say that. And then and then get checked and be like, no, 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 it's the wrong Portland. (laughs) So I'm sure they get mistaken for us. We get mistaken for them all the time. But But it's like it's like lobster, Nike store. I, I think um, somebody texted in near the Oxford area. There's a New Balance store that people go to. Yeah, that's the one that I went to when I was a, a little girl. But I don't know how like exclusive they, you know, they have the. Uh, it's not exclusive. The sneakers. It's just like a regular factory out- store. No, but it's like a regular factory outlet too. I'm assuming, right? Like you can't get it the new. It looked like a shoe store. You can't get the new drops there, can you? Probably not. It's probably last seasons, and that's why they're on sale. Right. Yeah. No. No. We need to be cool. Yeah, we need the cool new. We need to be cool. We need Jack Harlow to come here and do a please a performance at the new balance store and and drop some exclusive merch uh bigger facility more jobs is always a good thing so uh shouts to new balance hopefully that plan goes through for them um today is the deadline to enroll for health coverage through coverme.gov to ensure that coverage begins in january 2023 so if you need that health care today's the day get on there cover me me for the state of maine of course dot gov uh 60 people did this last year in maine enrolled whoa maine's minimum wage is going to increase at the top of the year from 1275 to 1380 that's starting january 1st service employees who work under the tip wage will now receive a minimum of six dollars and 90 cents per hour if you got a ram pickup truck Uh Who can afford that? 1.4 million pickup trucks are being recalled, so 1.4 million people. Um, The truck's tailgates (laughs) may not close close correctly and leave your cargo to fall out. So the affected Ram trucks include the 1,500 to 2,500 to 3,500 from 2019 to 2022 models. So that's a lot of trucks. Kind of defeats the whole purpose of having a truck bed. Yeah. It doesn't even close. (laughs) Um, Ram owners are advised, tie your cargo down until you get your truck inspected. You can bring it to the dealership and I believe they have a fix for it. Um, but tie your cargo down. Be safe out there. I think that's there. like the biggest scam is how expensive a brand new truck is. I had no idea. And then one day I just looked for fun and I was like, holy moly. How is there so many Man, trucks on the road? I'm a, the dealership is escaping me, but the remote that we did up in the Brunswick area, um, the live broadcast at that dealership and they let me drive um, a truck, right? a truck, but it was an electric truck. Oh, yeah, yeah. That so thing's probably a little smaller or no. No, it was big, big bodied. It was pretty good. Big body. It, it was cool. It was cool. They said it's not practical, though, because if you're really towing stuff, you know, a decent drive, uh, the battery runs out too quick. Oh. So it's kind of just to be flashy at this point and not so practical for the, the working man, if you will. Or woman. Yeah, please. Be inclusive. Nor'easter predicted... Fun br- fact, I learned how to drive in a truck. Really? Now that's a Mainer. This and it was will, a used old truck that my dad had. This will tell me life. if you're a real Mainer here. Have you ever gone on a snowplow date? I, I 
told you. I almost said showed you. Ew. I taught you what that was. No, I've heard about these before you. Really? Snowplow dates. Did you, you went on them, right? No, I don't think I've ever been asked. Oh, so all my friends would, but I um I guess uh, no guy wanted to spend a few hours with me in the car, trapped with nowhere to escape. <laughs> so I never got invited. I wonder why. Uh, like, I've been on like uh, dates where a guy doesn't want to be seen with me in public, so we just like hang out in his car for an hour. But I like Tara, no but more than an hour. I like Tara, but I got a job to do, <laughs> and I can't just kick her out at any moment. So this girl won't shut up. <laughs> Yep, no, never got invited. What is that? So basically a guy has to go do work and do his plowing of the streets and Yeah, but it's like a you fun sh- thing. You sit shotgun. Up, they wake up at like three AM and it's just a fun thing to do in the wee hours of the morning. Maybe get a little frisky, but the job gets done. Wow. That's why my streets are never properly plowed. It's like storm chasers. Um, anyway, speaking of which, maybe some people will be going on one of those dates uh this coming weekend <laughs> because the Nor'easter's predicted to bring snow to Maine Friday into Saturday. Uh the storm's track has shifted slightly farther south all rain was expected for us along the coast and now they're saying chance of two to four inches wet slushy snow mountains foothills all snow expected eight to 12 inches so if you like snow sports uh that'd be good for you snow sports it's not good for me because i have uh an appointment to get my snow tires on the day of the storm so that's cool i uh i have the ravex thing tomorrow which that's so fitting though yeah yeah i was thinking about it like will people not come out because it's snowing they will but it's ravex yeah come on they're definitely coming out for that dave over there texted me and said can you wear a uh santa hat and an ugly sweater uh when you dj (laughs) you said no i cannot i said uh i was already planning on it like you didn't have to ask (laughs) me to do that (laughs) if there's a theme you're gonna follow it yeah i've been wearing the uh light up uh christmas light necklace i have like three of them i've been wearing them to all my gigs since the start of the month so good for you <laughs> i'm in the spirit i'm ready to go yeah make it a double feature this weekend at uh at aura i'm gonna be out there friday for that party and then saturday it always snows you can count on spose peeding christmas every year and you can count on s- snow for spose peeding christmas on spose every year it snows on spose yeah so that's on uh saturday so Hit up Aura Friday and Saturday night. That's five things you need to know made how to be made by the law offices of Joe Bornstein. Injured in an accident, get the help you need and the justice you deserve by dialing 207 Call Joe. I was, uh, when I was filming the commercial, one of the actors that I was working with, uh, I started in on one of the, their lines like that. And she's like, oh my God, I thought you were going to start rapping. I'm like, no, nah, nobody wants to. Nobody wants to hear that. You should have. But reading the tag at the end of five things every single day has become such a habit to me that I feel like I am. Make a song out of it. I am ready to bust out into a verse. Get up. Get up. Hot mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Wake up. We have a chance to reach inside Santa's sack. 207-807-1104 is the phone number. And today's actually re-gift day. Re-gifting day. So if you just throw it in the towel and you're like, I'm not going to do any Christmas shopping. I'm just going to look around the house for some gifts that I don't use and re-gift them. Today's the day to wrap them up. <laughs> re-gift day. Yeah, Christmas is like literally in a week. Have so. you ever re-gifted a uh, present? What was it? Tell us about it. 207-807-1104. We'll put you in the running for a chance to reach in Santa's sack. Uh, you could get some merch from one of your favorite artists. And then if it turns out you don't like that artist, you could re-gift the merch. Exactly. But you're definitely going to get a $50 Visa gift card. Have you ever re-gifted something? 
No. Wow. I don't think I have because I just feel... So I'm the only one that's going to throw themselves under the bus in this room today? I don't know. I just feel slimy about doing that. However, in my case, I feel like there's a loophole. And if I get gifts that I don't want, I just donate them. That's re-gifting. Is that re-gifting? Because I'm not wrapping it up, putting it on a bow, putting a bow on it and then giving right. it to someone like as if I bought it. Not technically, I, I guess. I'll I'll scrounge up after the holidays, birthdays, whatever. If there's gifts that I feel like I can't be honest with people about, like, you know, like you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings if they're not like in your day to day life and you feel like you can't be honest with them. I'll scrounge up, you know, a pile and it that's the donate pile. I saw a sweatshirt I gave to somebody. What? And they posted a picture donating these hoodies. I have too many. And it was the first hoodie in the picture. What? And part of me felt really upset by that. And another part was like, well, at least it's going to somebody that will need it because it's donating it. But still, I'm just speaking as somebody that it hurt your feelings. It hurt my feelings. Still. You know what's um, big in influencer culture right now is no people getting their own merch, sending it like an influencer has their own merch. They send it to another influencer, hoping, you know, that that person will post it, wear it, whatever advertising. And then that other influencer then posts it like selling a few items and then they make money off of the free merch that they were sent. I've uh, had Isn't that crazy? I've had people send us pictures from the thrift shop of our of our merch that we give out for free. That's it's, crazy. There was like a the the buffalo plaid um logo and I don't yes. I don't even have one of these shirts but it's a buffalo plaid logo that's the Hot 1047 throwback logo. Mm-hmm. And somebody saw it at uh, Goodwill and it was like $6 on the rack. I'm like we didn't even charge for that shirt. <laughs> We just throw those out at events and it's up there on the rack for six bucks. Well, you know, someone else can have it for six bucks. Yeah. Um, all right. What's something that you've re-gifted? Is that what we're, we're doing? Yeah. 207-807-1104. Um, it doesn't have to be for Christmas, right? I can't think of a specific no, Christmas anything. gift. Probably one of my ultimate scumbag moves. Oh, God. Um, back in the day, you used to make mixtapes for your significant other, mm-hmm. your first love, your girlfriend, uh, whoever you were crushing on. And this girl made me a mixtape. And then for her birthday or I can't remember the occasion but I burned that CD it was on CDs and this is when every computer in everyone's household had the CD burners going I burned that CD onto another CD and I had like the cover artwork program and I printed out new artwork I added like one extra song to it this is I was ahead of my time I think because now everybody's got the special editions so I made a special edition to the mixtape that she made and you gave it to another girl and I gave it to her back to her. She doesn't want that. No, she didn't want it. No, no, it was not a good move. I feel like that's, you had to have spent some time doing that and it never clicked in those moments. Like this is a terrible idea. No, I thought it was, I was like, she gave it to me. I'm like, well, I could make a better cover than she made in my head. Yeah. And that's why it didn't work out. And I was like, well, there's a few other songs we could have added to this mix. So I did it. I improved upon her gift and re-gifted it back to her. That's kind of insulting. Yeah, I know. Now when I say the story back, I realize how kind of narcissistic. How terrible of a move that was. I'm very aware of that. Rude ass. Yeah. I was I was the one that was wrong in that relationship. I can admit that. That was that was my knucklehead That's high school gross. days. Yeah, for sure. We can laugh about it now. And she was so nice that I I only picked up on like the initial reaction. Like she wasn't yeah, like we didn't get into like a fight about it or anything. And then she's great. And then later, I heard from one of her friends, like, "Yeah, he's an idiot. Like, he literally gave, her, like, burned a CD that Loser. he." Loser. Yeah, my rep was not good at that point. Anyways, two oh seven eight. Makes you look like a broke boy. I was a broke boy. <laughs> 
I was like a sophomore in high school. Caitlin in Standish, uh, have you ever regifted something? So this is super lame, but any holiday, like where they like give out like the plain chocolate like novelty item, I'm always like, oh great, and I give it to someone else because I, like, <laughs> I hate it. Like the chocolate um, bunny for sure is getting yeah. passed along. So what was great is uh, my best friend growing up, she was raised like a Jehovah's Witness. Wow. You're corrupt. They probably have a, a word for you in their religion. Like you're, you're like a corrupter of. She's not a Jehovah's Witness anymore. Those Easter bunny chocolates got to her. <laughs> wow. You converted her to the dark side. <laughs> isn't, there, isn't there some crazy study, though, that like chocolate or something is bad for kids brains? In this case, it might have been. Oh, we got her. Got her good. We got her. Shout out to Tim on the text. He said, I used to go around my house during Christmas time wrapping things my mom didn't use much, hoping it would make her use it more after Christmas. Now that I think about it, I feel terrible knowing how much she used to spend. But we were kids. We're kids. Kids. <laughs> you don't know. And I think that that's actually kind of cute. Yeah. Depending on your age, I don't think like parents are expecting for <laughs> expecting like, you know, realistic gifts. There's nothing I hate more. So mom, sorry if you're listening to this, but my mom will ask for like special things for Christmas and then never use them. Yeah. If you're going to ask for it, you got to use it. Caitlin and Sako, have you ever regifted something? I have. My sister-in-law, she, she put together a very thoughtful little like basket for me. It had wine, candle, bath bomb, blanket. I ended up, I didn't like the blanket or the uh, candle, so I ended up regifting it to my mom. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't that thoughtful. She didn't know what scent you liked. No, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what Did was you... the scent? Um, it was like a cranberry something. I don't even remember. It was just, it was awful. <laughs> it was festive. The thought was there. Yeah, the cranberry can be overwhelming. Did your mom yeah. appreciate the gift? My mom loved it, yeah. <laughs> Perf. You know what? Somebody paid for something and somebody got enjoyment out of it. That's all that matters in the transaction, right? Exactly. It brought someone else joy. So. Yeah. Somebody said, I regifted Bose headphones my boss gave me as part of a bonus. They were like, I'd rather I'd rather just have money instead of these Bose headphones, but thanks. I got a bunch of stuff for my baby shower that I didn't use, and like six of my friends and family had babies after me, so I just regifted everything I didn't use to my friends. I think that one's okay. Yeah, I think especially with the baby thing, because Babies even if you, expensive. yeah, and even if you use some of this stuff, they outgrow it so fast. Mm -hmm. Hey, this is Ryan and Tara at Hot Radio Maine. Who's this? Hey, this is Sarah from Tuftonboro. Sarah from where? Tuftonboro. I was in New Hampshire. Oh, okay. I was like, that's a new town for me. Tuftonboro. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Wicked small. Where's that like next to? Um, like off the piece. You got 104.7 down there? Yeah, I'm listening online. Oh, all right. Well, shoot. Welcome. That's dedication. We appreciate everybody Absolutely. listening. Absolutely. We appreciate everybody listening in New Hampshire. What is, um, what's something that you've uh, had regifted? Um, so this might not be like the topic of like a gift specifically, but there was this friend that I had that was struggling. She's like a single mom and all that. So I had all of these really nice clothes and I had given them to her just as like a, like a gift, you know, just have mm -hmm. some nice clothes. I don't wear them anymore. Blah, blah, blah. And she, this girl turned around and she sold them to a, a Facebook thrift group for <laughs> money. That is hilarious. Well, she was financially struggling. She was like, I don't need the clothes, but I need the money. <laughs>
Right, like on one hand I get it, but on the other hand I was like, girl, like that's a really nice dress. Like, come on. Uh... Did you ever talk about it? No, honestly, I haven't spoken to her since just because I was honestly pretty offended. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, that is kind of an awkward conversation to have. Right, like I didn't want to put her on the spot, but like I'm literally friends with you on Facebook. I can see you. You like, can see everything. For money. Wow. Wow. Exactly. So not something that you regifted, something that you gave to somebody then they kind of regifted, I guess, if you will, or sold right, it. Right, like a double regift. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so somebody gave you those clothes, then you regifted them to her, and then they've they've made the rounds. Yeah, it sure did. <laughs> Imagine if you had, when you saw it, you went and bought all your clothes back. Honestly, I thought about it because there was a dress in there that I really, really liked. But at that point, I was like, I'm just gonna let it go. That's funny. Sometimes well, that's all you can do. We we picked your text. Exactly. We picked your text. We're gonna hook you up with a, a fifty dollar Visa gift card. We also have a chance for you to reach inside Santa's sack. Are you ready for this? Awesome. Yeah, I'd love to. All right, let's do it. Tara's got the sack. All Can right, go? let's go. Tara. I'm gonna go grab the sack. Oh, Tara, Tara's One not second. prepared. Go grab that sack. I'm not prepared. <laughs> we have one thing to do all morning. You would think we'd be more prepared for this. <laughs> all right, here we go. Are you all right. ready? All right, sack is in hand. Let's Love see. that. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Ooh, okay. I'm jealous. A Don Tolliver. What's this called? Disposable camera? A disposable camera. These are cool oh, again. Cool. And a Don Tolliver t-shirt that I actually want for myself. So I'm Let me jealous. see the front of it. I'm jealous of both of these gifts. It's oh, yeah. on the back it says what you need, Don Tolliver. And on the front, nice little Artwork. Album out artwork. Here you go. It's gorgeous. Yeah. I think the best. Oh my God, perfect. I think the best part about that is the uh, disposable camera. The camera that I forgot what it was called because I'm a baby. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't have those when you were around. <laughs> no, I had a Kodak camera growing up. Please. Oh, exactly. man. Digital. No, I feel you, Tara. <laughs> you got to go to like some event and just start firing off photos. No, this is going to be awesome because you can take a picture of this. And then post that on your Instagram. Here you go. That's you know what I'm probably going to do? I'm probably going to use that at P-Dank Xmas this weekend. Oh, there you go. You're going to the show? Absolutely. Wouldn't miss it. Nice. There you go. Yeah, that's perfect. And then get it all developed and see what, what fun uh, pictures you get. I like that. that. fun. It's a great idea. Um, all right. Perfect. Uh, Santa Sack is made hot in Maine by Evergreen Credit Union. Their Rise checking account puts your money to work for you. Let your finances soar at egcu.org slash rise. That's egcu.org slash rise. Uh, congratulations, though. You got that Don Tolliver uh, gift set and you got the $50 Visa gift card. Thanks so much, you guys. Thanks for hooking it up, Hot Radio Maine. Hot Mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. We've been speaking on being sick the last few weeks mm -hmm. um, and just the rise in was RSV, flu, COVID, all of that. Um, so here's a list of how doctors treat their own colds at home. Ooh. So if you're wondering, I'm intrigued. What does a doctor do when they get sick? Uh, these are some of the uh, highlights here. Eat nutritious foods like eggs, which are high in protein. Meh. Stay away from alcohol, which can be dehydrating. I can do that. Meh. Uh, stay hydrated, which one doctor said is key to getting over a cold. So the more Earth. water you drink, the better. Prioritize sleep to allow body to produce infection-fighting antibodies in cells. So if you're right. not sleeping, that's going to make the cold even worse. Honey helps. Gargling salt water was another tip. For severe symptoms like a fever, ibuprofen or acetaminophen. And uh, 
do not take antibiotics, which will not treat a cold, is what they said. Yeah, I'm not really a fan of antibiotics. And avoid tough workouts. So if you got a cold and you're trying to hit the gym and go hard at the gym. You're making it worse. Take the day off, bro. Uh, and wear a mask when you're out and wash your hands often. That's probably just to help, you know, the people that you're around. Like Tara came in here and was sick for a week and she's been sick for longer. And then mysteriously, I got sick after. I didn't have a cough or a runny nose. But so I didn't think I was contagious. Were you washing? <laughs> Like I wasn't sneezing on you. I wasn't coughing on you. The cough came like three weeks later out of the blue and that's, it was dry as hell. That's what happens. It's been wild out there. Uh, stay safe out there. Um, be good to your bodies. 